Welcome, everyone, to episode 118 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. I can't believe I'm saying 118. This is a year-in-review cast, but my name is Jeff, and I am here with Logan. Yo! And Carlos. Peace! Oh, no. <laughs> He's got a new one. Yeah, I love that one. Ice <laughs> <Nice. laughs> great. Anyway, what are we doing now? We, <laughs> Why are we here? We've already done it. Did you forget? I already forgot. I just watched this movie about, like, people, you know, someone who just forgets shit all the time. It's like, it'd be really funny if we did this intro and we forgot about what we listened. Like, we create some kind of, like, anime, arcade, brain, suck device that sucks the episode out of room. What is happening? What are you talking about? What, what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> um, we talk about our anime awards for 2019 today. Uh, lots. Of, this was something that it's been a little while, so we've had like plenty of time to kind of think about these shows, which I liked because we're so far removed, I think, from the show. I say so far. We're a couple months now removed from the shows um, that ended in 2019. Um, like the end, you know, fall uh, for 2019. That I felt like we were able to give all the shows of the year a fair shake. Which, so, you know, um, we're a little delayed on this. But, uh, you know, whatever. This 2019, these anime awards, these are something that hopefully, you know, you can listen to in the future anyway. So, uh, timeless timeless episode hello future mm-hmm. listener <laughs> exactly if you found our podcast in the year 2021 give us a shout if, if we're okay i'm not gonna say that because that yeah not gonna say that anyway please listen to this episode and enjoy yes thank you for listening Three months into the year, 2020, the year's <laughs> officially a quarter of the way done. <laughs> no, no, not quite a quarter. We're only technically two months. Two months yeah. So yeah, we're, we're starting our third month. Yes. Um, I was like, wait a minute, no way we're a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting going back and looking at the previous year. It's just like so much happened, I guess, but at the same time... Um, it went by so fast, man. It's kind of hard to believe that AX was already half a year ago now. And, um, yeah, here we are. Yeah, we should, we're actually probably not terribly far out from AX, you know, uh, putting up, well, yeah, well, yeah, like them putting out, you know, the call for press badges and us, you know, yeah, trying to get them. So, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm still waffling back and forth uh, about whether I'll go to AX. I think if I go this time, it'll definitely be a shorter trip. It'll be more of like a just go out for AX kind of trip than, um, than be there for a couple days beforehand kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, just going for AX, it's like you still have to get out there Thursday. Um, well, I guess even Thursday's day zero, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The AX has become <laughs> like a week long thing in and of itself. Yep. Um, it might end up being a leave on Sunday kind of trip or something but just just to 
now now that I have realized that I want to go to Japan at least once a year, I'm going to have to start saving up vacation days for those trips. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Just can't kidding. say anything. I mean, but it's well, I mean, uh, it's it's pretty heavy. It's it's one of those things. I, I'd like to say that I'll, I'll go once a year. <laughs> it's almost hard to imagine not going back soon because of how much fun we had. But I, um, yeah, it's, uh, so anyway, regardless, we'll see. AX might happen, may not happen, but, um, here we are. We have not talked about our, um, best shows or favorite shows of course we've talked about all the shows but (laughs) we've spent hours talking about all these shows but we haven't really picked our favorites from last year so i guess now is as good as time any yeah Yeah. probably Crunchyroll just had their anime awards so we figured we would follow suit with our 2019 anime awards yeah just just imagine us dressed up in um you know um award show you know suits and you know, bow tie and all that. Sweatpants, a uh, stained wife beater. Um. <laughs> I, I am convinced. I, I'm convinced that one day we're going to be able to do live casts like that. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like it's a goal of mine. And I, I know we have to set goals. And, and I've struggled since I went to Japan because it was always like one of the first things you, I would say if like someone said like, what's your life goals? It would Go to Japan was always like in that, you know, conversation. Um and now that is taken off the table and and I have to start making new goals. And I think one of my podcast goals is for us to do some like actual like live video casts where we're all together because we don't mm. get together that often. I think it'd be really fun for us to record more yeah. uh, stuff like that. And, and to do like you were saying, Carlos, I just can imagine the three of us sitting on like couches, uh, you know, with cameras set up doing, a, um, you know, anime award show with some, uh, you know, glasses of whatever beverage we decide to drink that that day i they'd be alcoholic i mean no question yeah the cast gets more and more interesting the, the more <laughs> we get through it <laughs> interesting and open quotes <laughs> interesting to us <laughs> um but logan thank you for putting together the categories i, I think you you pruned um the the typical kind of like bloated amount of categories that a lot of award shows (laughs) did into what i think makes the most sense for for us as a cast yeah Uh, and yeah i'm i'm uh excited to excited to to give you guys my my favorite shows though disclaimer i really didn't watch that much in 2019 so um for me to say it's best show you just have to keep in mind it's the best show that i watched i mean <laughs> which doesn't mean that, too, that's too something much. they have to to keep in mind for yeah. for all three all of, of us, us. yeah, yeah. we all that, watch different shows and yeah stuff like that we, we cover uh, a decent amount of the season but yeah separately uh-huh. <laughs> most, uh, in most cases <laughs> yeah um i'll just run down through all the categories that we have and then we can just dive in Uh, we've got best director best animation best art best character design best score best op best ed best fight scene best couple best protagonist best antagonist best moment or sequence best boy best girl and then anime of the year so why don't we go ahead and kick it off with uh best director i'm if you don't mind, I'm going to start because this was the easiest one for me to figure out um, <laughs> just because it kind of – I remember being – the th- one of my major thoughts being this show 
and for it to maintain such an air of intensity and to be in a, a relatively kind of boring setting, it, it all took place in a very small kind of setting. Um, but the entire 12, I think, episodes that it went for, I was on the edge of my seat. And for me, I give a lot of credit to the director for that was uh, Promise Neverland. His name is uh, Mamoru Kanabe or Kanbe. Kanbe. So, uh, uh, yeah, this was the easiest one for me. As soon as I saw Best Director, I was like, definitely Promise Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Carlos. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is going to become a, a bit of a theme uh, for me and, and my <laughs> uh, my picks. Uh, but I, I talked it up in the, the fall cast or was it the fall cast? Yeah, the fall yeah, cast. The fall. Yeah. Um, Vinland Saga, one of my favorite shows. Uh, and anybody who can take a um, a manga that's that dense and translate it as well as Shuhei uh, Yabuta did uh, deserves my nomination and my like, you know, for, for any award because he did a fantastic job. Um, <laughs> it's probably one of the probably one of the best, if not the best manga adaptation to an anime I've ever seen. So well done, sir. Uh, enjoy your metaphorical award. <laughs> <laughs> One um, of the most prestigious out there. You just got it, buddy. Yeah. Just, just imagine what my award would look like. And, and you know what? No, I, I don't want to. I don't want to know what you out there are imagining my award to look like. It doesn't have, like an Ahagao face. Come on, it's not like that. Oh. It would be an actual award. Anime <laughs> arcade award. It would be like it would be like a little gold arcade cabinet. Boom. Our little gold Ichan. <laughs> Little gold latch on, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but she could be on the arcade cabinet. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> we, need, we need concept art for that. Anyway, Logan, please, please save me. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so my pick is slightly different in that I'm nominating a or giving the award to someone who only directed a single episode of an anime. Uh, their name is Toru Takahashi, and they did episode seven of Mysteria Friends. Um, which is the hide-and-seek episode in the like grand library at their school. Um, and this has become one of my favorite episodes of anime, period. Um, just based purely on how atmospheric and just beautiful the episode is. Um, I love the pace. I love the, the look and the feel. Um, and it left a, a huge impression on me, so I have to give it to... Toru Takahashi. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That that that's super cool that an episode specifically had such an impact on you. So uh awesome that you had such a kind of a specific award to give for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Has he done a lot of other work before? Um right? I brought up his thing. Let me take a look. Do-do-do. I'm wondering if he's done like any actual full anime that you've seen. Um he was the director for Inari Konkon, Koi Iroha, which I enjoyed. Hmm. Um, he was the assistant director for Konan and Kitan, which was fantastic. Okay. Uh, this guy's got a future then, it sounds like. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. That's it really for director stuff, but yeah, I will definitely be keeping an eye out for his stuff. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Best animation. Carlos, go ahead. Uh, so (laughs) once again. I'm going to go with uh, Vinland Saga because, again, <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a theme. So, you know, kind of <laughs> strap in and, and uh, enjoy the ride. But uh, if you haven't watched it, um, then go watch it and you'll see what I'm saying. Because this show animates the fight scenes from 
a manga about Vikings, probably the best it it could have, and then some. So if you want like amazing animation of spectacularly choreographed fight scenes and just like everything in between, like anything you can think of in the Viking era, sailing, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Finland Saga's got you covered, and it's fantastic. So, go watch it. Nice. Speaking of fight scenes, um, there's a lot of really well animated fight scenes. I, I almost couldn't imagine, you know, in Finland Saga in its own right, and especially for I'm sure I'm sure a very different style had very well animated fight scenes. But Demon Slayer just was like unbelievable. Um, Kyoani just no, uh, Ufotable. Uh, Ufotable. I'm sorry, Ufotable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I knew it sounded wrong when I said Joanne. <laughs> Ufotable. Um, just like blew it out of the water with this show. Um, the Just the way that they animated the scenes, the some of the different kind of effects that they put on them, the, the backgrounds, the just... It was one of the most well-animated, uh, beautiful shows I've ever seen. So Demon Slayer for me, uh, best animation. Nice, yeah. That was one that I was definitely considering as well. Um, but since I was able to cheat a little bit with this one, uh, my <laughs> nomination was Beastars. Um, Studio Orange does 3D animation incredibly well. Um, and Beastars is, you know, no outlier there. Um, there were moments in that anime where I thought that the range of motion that they were able to give the characters um, was just incredible. Um, and you completely forget that it's 3d animated sometimes. So, uh, doesn't surprise me. I'm really excited to see that because just, you know, the PV is unbelievable. It just yeah. looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's fantastic. So definitely look awesome. forward to that one. Yeah. That's, that's cool that you got a little preview of that. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Netflix. <laughs> okay. Carlos for best art. Is it any surprise? No, it's not. It's Vinland Saga. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's Vinland Saga because I love the art from the manga. And again, like when it's adapt when it's adapted this well into um uh what do you call it? Anime. I mean, it's again, it's fantastic. It's fantastic in the manga, it's fantastic in the anime. It's something any any fan of history can really get behind, especially like the backgrounds. It all looks very 11th century England as it should. So, yeah, nice. fantastic. Yeah, uh, echoing uh, my favorite for best animations, also best art um, with Demon Slayer. It just, it was just awesome. Uh, specifically, some of the kind of effects that happened during the fight scenes, um, the special, you know, abilities mm. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the, the art in Demon Slayer, it, it captured it captured a very traditional Japanese kind of art style, but also kept it very anime, you mm -hmm. know, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, and the marriage of the two styles was just freaking awesome. Um, so again, uh, Demon Slayer, best art, best, best animation. Nice. Um, for me, uh, best art is going to go to, uh, Mysteria friends. Um, I found the, backgrounds and just kind of like the the setting in general just be breathtakingly beautiful um there are so many moments in that anime that i could screenshot and just use as like a background for my computer or my phone or whatever um if you haven't seen 
the anime. It's it's a short. It's like twelve minutes long. Definitely go give it a look. If nothing else, for the pure beauty of it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Mysteria Friends is not one that I've even really even seen. I, I might have to actually just look it up while we're talking about the <laughs> next one because yeah, uh, I honestly can't imagine in my mind. I can't what, even what it looks like. What it looks like. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of a, a fantasy setting. Um, and lots of kind of like castles and yeah, forests and stuff like that. Definitely give it, or you know, yeah, look it up because I think it's it's fantastic. Okay, uh, moving right along. Uh, let's get into best character designs. Uh, and for this one, uh, it's not Vinland Saga for me for once, <laughs> uh, <laughs> even though I really considered it. Uh, my best character design for this year is actually Dororo. Mm. Um, because I think what they did by adapting a really old, um, manga slash anime, uh, for a newer audience, I think they made, uh, the, the older characters look fantastic. Uh, I love Dororo's design, um, uh, for all their characters. Um, uh, but you know, especially for, uh, Hyakimaru and well, Dororo herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, good job like 10 out of 10 i think i actually gave this show a five um <laughs> so i and I, if they had kept like the old character design i might not have been as into it so good job yeah. Dororo. <laughs> um you know what what <laughs> i'm gonna uh-huh. sound like a broken record here okay. um, <laughs> yeah me, you, you know both. what I, I actually think i'm gonna change this nomination last minute because i feel like i need to give a little bit of love to a different show and while demon slayer had some really good character designs in my opinion um you know i, I one of the things i thought about when i watched demon slayer with their character designs was how cosplayable they were um <laughs> and it didn't like I'm not a cosplayer. I always think I want to be, and I always want to do the whole cosplay thing. I guess technically I am, if you consider my stormtrooper armor cosplay. But um, Demon Slayer just always had the feeling of like very a cosplayable show to me, and it doesn't surprise me that it is very heavily cosplayed. But I think I want to give a little bit of love to Doctor Stone for this mm, category. Okay, um, I felt like the. I felt like the character designs in Dr. Stone were, were pretty cool and pretty unique, um, especially the way that they, uh, some of them were really funny. Uh, there's this particular old man in that show that just always made me laugh in the, the way that they designed him. Um, the main character, just kind of over the top goofy, uh, but Kohaku, the the blonde girl, I always, yeah. it's, it's very unique um, the way she looks, but it's also very attractive at the same time. And I, I have to give him a lot of credit for that, the way that they created that character. Um, so... Yeah, I'm gonna make the the last minute switch from Demon Slayer to Doctor Stone. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair enough. That's something you're gonna see. I'll, I'll, not the first time. I'm sure I'll change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, uh, my pick is Fairy Gone. Uh, I think PA works did a fantastic job uh, designing these characters, um, especially with it being anime original. Uh, they were able to kind of have that blank canvas to just design whatever they wanted. And I think they nailed it. Um, all of the characters uh, are unique uh, and good looking. Mm. And um, yeah, I just really enjoyed that aspect of the show for sure. Fairy Gone looks like a show that would have really good character designs. Um, 
it, it's got a very interesting kind of um, fairy tale look to it, mm. which, you know, seems to me to kind of go reminisce with, with good character designs, I guess. Yeah, and it, like a lot of their character designs are very almost non-traditional anime. Um, I think they kind of use a broader uh, like reference for like different facial structures and Interesting. Uh, hair you know styles and stuff like that so it feels kind of european-ish if fairy gone just strikes me as such a strange anomaly like that you like that show because it's so i would never look at that show and say that's a show logan would like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know every like, now and then the character designs are kind of off the typical um the you know the story just seems a little darker than your it's uh-huh. I, I really it's a it's a success story for me that it's outside of your comfort zone and it was really successful in in kind of making you like it so yeah it's definitely not cutesy which is usually what i go for Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome yeah okay best score carlos uh for me for best score uh i'm actually gonna go with uh kono oto tomare um Mm. i think the full title for the english one which doesn't make any sense is kono oto tomare the sound of life, which is just, you just could have kept the first bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, as a, you know, fairly uh, drama heavy, you know, club show um, with a lot of great uh, like string instrument, uh, string instruments in its OST, you know, uh, a lot of really, you know, I guess dramatic, you know, lows, but then you get those like moments in the show where like everything works out and you get the, you know, the swelling like orchestral highs. Um, I like that a lot. It, it really, I mean, there's a lot of shows I probably could have nominated for this, but I think I would wanted to go for a music show. Um, yeah, plus, makes sense. I, I guess you, you can put in the score kind of like the insert songs uh, when they actually play the koto and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a beautiful sound. I, I love I love that anime. I I kind of ashamed that I I still haven't watched season two, <laughs> so I'll, I'll have to get to that. Um, for me, uh, this is a little maybe a little strange of a show for me to mention uh, as a, for an award category, but uh, <laughs> Stars Align for me had some of the most memorable music of the season, uh, both the opening and the ending, I thought were really good. I thought a lot of the background tracks were good, even though they maybe overplayed them in some cases. Um, but I just, I felt that the way that they crafted the music in this show was very fitting. Um, and the, uh, yeah, I, I, I no, no, uh, Megumi Nakajima was the one that did, I believe the opening. Um, I don't know too much about what else she's done, but I felt like I, I felt like she did. I still listen to that song quite a bit. I have it on a YouTube playlist that that I like to play every once in a while. So, um, yeah, I, I felt like Stars Align really knocked it out of the park as far as the score and um, spoilers. But I, I'd probably no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, my pick for best score uh, is Fairy Gone. Honestly, it's the only show that I watched where I can actually remember the music. Um, and so I think that says a lot. Uh, music isn't really something that I usually like key in on. Um, so for it to actually leave an impression, I think, says a lot. So Baryon's my pick. Hmm. It's pretty good. 
Okay, okay Carlos. Best OP. Uh, yeah, I, I insisted on OPDT as categories. I'm I, not sh- that's fine. Yeah. I'm not sure if they had them in. Uh... They did yeah, not. Yeah, they did have. Did they not in the Crunchyroll Awards? That's, oh, that's a they? shame. I, oh, I didn't know. I, I, I wasn't on the list that I copied. No idea. Anyway, uh, so for me, best OP was uh, Otome no Moyo uh, by Chico with Clover or with Honeyworks, other way around. Uh, Chico <laughs> with Honeyworks, uh, and that's the OP for O Maidens in Your Savage Season. Um, I love this song. It's uh, it's very reminiscent of one of their other one of our other OPs um, for Love Is Like After the Rain. Um, I and I love that song. Uh, very, like much slower than I'm used to, and much slower than I'd, I'd say I usually like my OPs. But goddamn, I love that that OP. Uh, and and all the visuals are great. And there's like a bit where all the all the um, uh, main characters of the show are like voicing their you know anxieties and frustrations and whatnot, and it's it, like the whole thing comes together very very well. So yeah, like if you don't watch the show, go watch that op. It's called uh, Otome Domoyo by Chico with Honeyworks. So I did not pick an op or an ed. Um, though I, what I was going to spoil was probably Stars Align op for me is the probably my favorite of the season or I'm not of the season of the year. Maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't give it too much thought, honestly. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't, uh, I'm honestly surprised you didn't go with, um, uh, promise Neverland's OP. I had a great one. I had a really, really good OP. Um, th- maybe it's just being the fact that promise Neverland was the beginning of the year. And this is a more recent song that I've been kind of hooked on. Mm-hmm. So that's, possible i actually just did a little bit of research on megumi nakajima though the girl who sang the song and she was actually a sample for a vocaloid named gumi um, who, uh, okay the green-haired one uh, yeah 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 um who i've heard before and i actually really like so yeah so she's she's actually got quite a lot on her resume including a vocaloid sound <laughs> uh so, yeah I, she may have a new fan today <laughs> um for me best op um, I don't even know how to say this. Uh, Grenge, Grenge, uh, by Lisa, which is the OP for Demon Slayer. Um, I really enjoy the the song for that one. It's a really um, good one. It is really good. But I also want to give a, you know, a shout out to Hitori Bochi's OP, which is just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, go give both of those a listen. Very different songs, mm-hmm. but <laughs> both good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I th- I feel like everything everything Lisa touches turns to gold. It seems like when it comes to music, God, she's so good. Every every Lisa song I've heard is really good, um, including Demon Slayers. Okay, uh, for best ED, uh, I went with uh, another prominent singer, much like Lisa, uh, Torches by uh, Imer, um, for Vinland Saga. Uh, to like the the opening song, I I'm not huge on screamy metal. I, I know we have a lot of like a lot of listeners who like that, but the opening is you know that very screamy type of metal that I'm like, all right. I mean, you know, the instrumentals sound great, but I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand what this guy is saying anyway because it's in Japanese. I understand it less because it's being screeched at me. <laughs> um, but but. Imer takes, you know, the end of the first, like, well, the end of the first, what, 12 episodes of the show, you know, all the the highs and craziness that happens in him and, like, brings it down, you know, with, you know, uh, a very mellow song. Uh, and Imer's voice is just fantastic. So, 
I like. I'm gonna actually listen to that as soon as we're done with the cast because I love Imer. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a great song. Uh, yeah, for me, it, for me, it's like I'll take the time that I didn't pick an ED and, and just you know profess my love for OPs and EDs. Honestly, just because uh, <laughs> I think a good ED, and I'm sure there's one deserving of my pick this year, and I just didn't really take the time to to figure out what it was, but. Um, I, I feel like a good ED is just as important as like anything else you could pick about a show for me because the way you close out a show, like whatever it is, especially a show that sounds like maybe it's as intense as um, Vinland Saga, it, I feel like it's so underrated. And I know there's like a lot of a lot of people who watch anime out there who just instantly skip the OPs and EDs. And in a lot of cases I do too if they're not great, but I, I just feel like a good one that you really want to listen to every time just deserve so much love. (laughs) So there, soapbox down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My pick for ED is the uh, ED for episode six of Hitori Bochi, which is the Wahaha song, uh, which is just a lot of fun, uh, especially coming out of that episode where you (laughs) get in on the joke about what Wahaha is. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, it may not make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but it's just fun. No, it's a it's a really fun song. Oh, you know what? Go ahead. No, I was just going to shout out. There was an ED, and I think it was like only for one episode, but there was an ED in um, Love is War. I was, about, was, really I was just about to oh. shout that out. Chica, to yeah. Chico, uh, Chica, Chica, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that that episode—that—that's my shout out. Like, I—I I can't put it down because it was only a one episode ED, mm-hmm. but it's fantastic. It is a great, great ED. Agreed. <laughs> um, best fight scene. Best fight scene. All right. Well, for me, uh, I'm going back to Vinland Saga. Um, <laughs> I can't. I'm just going to put, I just put down uh, Thorkel versus Thorfinn. There are two fights, both of them. Watch both. <laughs> I, can't, I can't choose. They're both fantastic. Um, I mean, it, like, I'd say spoilers, but I mean, we have a spoiler cast. And it, like, it, in one, one of them loses a couple fingers and the other, like, his arm gets broken to a disgusting degree. But it's like... The fights, like the choreography in the middle of the fights, is so fucking cool. Like that is so, such a good job. Vinland Saga, it would are the fight scenes in that kind of um, like very realistic feeling. The way they animated I them mean, feel kind of like realistic, or did you think they were over the top a little bit? They're, they're. I mean, Thor, Thorkel versus Thorfinn. It's a like a like a seven foot mountain of a man versus like mm. a, a a normal sized, you know human teenage boy uh that one is like thorkel is super duper over the top but all the like the battle sequences like the actual battle sequences they're fairly realistic um so i mean just the regular fight scenes are great too but these ones these over the top ones are they're great go watch them like i'm sure that they're up on youtube or something you can just watch the the fight themselves so nice that's my my nomination um yeah, for me, again, uh, I'm going back to Demon Slayer. So as you're going back to Vinland <laughs> Saga, uh, the the fight with Rui, the it was yep. a spider, the spider mountain fight, the big one mm-hmm. um, between uh, Rui and uh, Tanjiro, Tanjiro and Nezuko. Uh, that was 
that was just a phenomenal fight. I, I feel like I knew there, probably my top five would include a lot of Demon Slayer because there's a lot of great fights in that show. Sure. Uh, yeah. But that that just has to be the top one probably because of how just intense it was. Yeah, it was really good. Well really good visually, too, oh yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I'd say shout out to to the the other one in that one in that show. Like I like I if I was gonna go for Demon Slayer, I'd go for that one as well. But the the fight inside the mansion. Yes, that was I actually struggled between the two. Yeah, the the guy with the drums. Yeah, that one is yep. visually outstanding. Um, for me, I'm going to go with Shinra versus Show and Fire Force. Um, I thought that. Uh, what David Productions pulled out all the stops for that fight, um, and they made it look just fantastic. And it was just kind of a a really cool uh, sequence of events as Shinra's kind of like realizing, you know, how strong he can actually get. Um, and you know, spoilers, but you know, he breaks time essentially to fight his brother <laughs> in a different dimension. Um, it's just really, really cool. Um, uh, really well animated and, uh, yeah, yeah my, really good my easy pick. It, it's, it, it's so over the top, but it works so well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, like it doesn't make any sense, but it just doesn't matter because it's so cool. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good way to close. I felt like that chapter for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and it was absolute, like you said, they, they saved a lot of budget for that fight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Good, good pick. Yeah. Not, not the obvious one like mine was, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, going from fight scenes to couples, which is hell yeah. <laughs> slightly <laughs> jarring. Um, I'll start out uh, couples uh, with Arika and Shun from Old Maidens in Your Savage Season. Um, this is by far my favorite. Like there are uh, technically only two couples in the show. Technically, I mean, you can argue uh-huh. for more. Uh, but out of the the two main ones, that was my favorite, and they were my favorite characters to follow. I, I think uh, Rika as a character develops so much more than some of the other characters because of her relationship with Shun, and like. The the sequence leading up to it, when it happens, and afterwards, it's like all a lot of fun to follow. Like Rika is just a gem of a character. So, um, Obeyance nice. in your seven, Savage Season is good for relationships and other things. <laughs> Go watch it. <laughs> this is just like I, I don't know. Uh, there was a lot of kind of ships that I liked in the year, but the only one I could think of that was just a solid actual couple was uh, from Arvareta, <laughs> um, <laughs> Nagumo and Yue. Where they were just there was no there was no splitting hairs there. They they were a couple. <laughs> they went they they went all the way, so to uh-huh. speak. So um uh, and, and I thought it was cute. It was a cute little dynamic and relationship, even though. Even though the guy's got a harem, he he's still got one that he's devoted to. So, hmm. uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So Nakamo and Yui from Ari Ferretto <laughs> is my pick. <laughs> Maybe a bit of a joke <laughs> pick, but um, for me, it was an easy pick. It's uh, Susui and Iroha from Real Girl Two. Um, I just love their dynamic and the the kind of arc that their relationship takes. Uh, the ups and downs, um, and yeah, I by the time the show is over, 
I was very happy with how things turned out. So nice. Yeah. Good Always stuff. good to see a good couple. Yeah. There, yeah. there were a couple good couples in that, in that show, to be I, honest. I was really close to, to real girl too, but I, I, I remembered some parts of O'Maine's in your Savages and I was like, oh, it's gotta be this one. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, moving on. Best protagonist, the leaders of our story. Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, Emma from the promised Neverland. Um, if you're surprised uh, that I didn't pick um, Thorfinn from Finland Saga, then you didn't watch Finland Saga. Like, I don't hate <laughs> Thorfinn, but you no, know, he would never make a best protagonist. Anyway, Emma, though, is, you know, very ganky character in a very uh, in a very uh, not kind world. And throughout the, the course of the show, I, I I enjoyed the fact that despite like the serious nature and like, you know, everyone else is taking it seriously. And so is she to an extent. Um, she never really breaks even even at her lowest she's never truly broken by the system that she's in um and she's always you know trying to keep up the spirits of um her co-conspirators so to speak um yeah emma was just like a a great character to have in a show that was pretty down uh or that could be pretty down you know throughout its uh throughout its runtime so Cool. Looking forward to more from her whenever we get another season. Um, I picked uh, I picked Naofumi. We're on best protagonist, right? I kind of lost my yeah, place. Yeah, we're here. on best protagonist. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. Now, Naofumi, I thought was just kind of a really cool protagonist, really unique uh, from Shield Hero. In that, um, he he wasn't your typical kind of protagonist in an anime. He he took matters into his own hands. He was kind of more of like a Batman type character than, you know, what we're used to seeing in most of these shows. And I thought it was refreshing to see. And and I liked the way that he kind of took on the problems that he was presented with in that show. Um, and I felt like he, his actions as a protagonist were in some cases very questionable, but at the same time, I felt like he had, uh, his own best interests in mind most of the time, but also kind of the people around him. Um, he did questionable things to, to better himself and his party. So I like that. <laughs> for me, uh, for best protagonist, I decided to go with uh, Shinra from Fire Force. Um, I usually don't care for shonen protagonists, but there was something about Shinra that was just really enjoyable to watch. Um, he wasn't like hyper ganky or over the top, um, in an annoying way. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed him as a, a main guy, the, the driving force of fire force. So he got my pick. Oh, Jeff, I liked your, your previous one for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shout it out. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, Okay, well, <laughs> speaking of the next one, uh, our next, uh, our, our next uh, category is uh, Best Antagonist. And this one, right back to, uh, to formula for me, uh, Askeladd from Vinland Saga 100% deserved the nomination it got in the Crunchyroll Awards, or he got in the Crunchyroll Awards. Um, uh, he's a really smart, you know, really interesting uh Kind, not really full antagonist, but just enough of anta- an antagonist that you can call him that. Uh, mm. You know, he, you know, 
looks out for number one, but like as you progress through the show, you realize why. Um, and I mean, to be fair, the world he's born into, not exactly the nicest. So you you can I, I like I don't always like sympathetic bad guys. I don't feel like you they always need to be sympathetic, but it is nice also to have a sympathetic bad guy who is actually sympathetic. You know, it's not just who's not yeah, just yeah. doing stuff because he's a mustache, mustache twirling asshole. Um, and Ascalad is not at all a mustache twirling asshole. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, my original uh, kind of joke nomination for this, and I think the reason that it was there was because of the previous um, or one of the previous options that I had picked was the. Um, the best antagonist of the year was the CG in Ari Ferretta. Um, <laughs> so, so pathetically bad. It was worse than any bad guy that I, um, <laughs> that I saw for the rest of the year. But um, I, I got to thinking and I kind of remembered from Boogie Pop Phantom, uh, there was a, uh, an antagonist or a, a bad guy or bad girl in that show called the imaginator. And I really liked that arc. Um, a lot of that show had a lot to do with kind of, you know, psychological and mental manipulation of characters. And I, I really liked kind of the back and forth between Boogie Pop and the different bad guys, but the Imaginator was probably the most memorable for me. Um, and uh, yeah, so shout out to Boogie Pop. Wasn't one, it wasn't one of my favorite shows of the year, certainly, but I thought it had some pretty, pretty cool bad guys. Also some pretty bad ones, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pick for this is Muzan Kibutsuji um, from Demon Slayer, mm. the uh, the main demon, uh, who is, you know, an irredeemable asshole uh, in this one. He's not, there's nothing sympathetic about him. No, not at all. <laughs> um, but I found him really kind of a fascinating bad guy. Um, he only shows up twice, I think, in the entire show. Uh, but there's something mysterious and, you know, powerful about him that I'm excited to see where he goes and what his plans are for, you know, the demons and everything uh, in this world. So, yeah, he got my pick. She, I guess, by the end. Spoilers. It. Yeah, it's, it's a demon. So, I mean, it's I guess demon. it could just change. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um like a snail i think they can do that right anyway off <laughs> off topic uh so our next uh don't think about that the next uh category is uh best moments or sequence in an anime uh, these are the you know moment that stood out to you as as one of it's probably the best thing that happened uh in the anime or i guess in the year of anime anyway uh yeah and going off of my um my best couple um would my favorite moment in the, of the whole year was uh rika's response to shun um in old maidens in your savage season uh when you know he, he essentially you know confesses to her and, and it takes a while for um uh, for those who watch the show sonozaki that's that's what she's referred to as most and you know amagi um so when Sonozaki finally like responds, it, it's in the form of like he she told him to write an essay or something like that on why he liked her. 
because you know she's in the the literature club or whatever um and uh like he writes but he's you know he's like i think he's into some kind of sport i can't remember exactly but like he writes and then like the last few pages are just like you know uh, are just like i like you i like you like just he writes stuff something like that over and over (laughs) and over and over and over again and so she gets his essay and like a teacher with red ink is like correcting all of his bullshit (laughs) but at the very very end um I, I think the last sentence is like, will you go out with me? And like in red ink, like in really small print, she writes something like, uh, if you'd be so kind or something like that. <laughs> and it's like, it like, like, cause the, the wind takes the papers and they're picking them up and he winds up with that last page and he sees it and he loses his fucking mind. Like, going like, hell yeah. Like, get the her. like, you know, like shouting. And like, so uh-huh. she's, she runs out and it's like, sitting on some stairs in Paris, like listening to him just lose his mind in excitement. And it's <laughs> one of the best moments, like, like not just the cutest, but one of the best moments I've, I've ever seen, like romance wise in an anime. I was so happy for them. Nice. Um, it's fantastic. It, 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 yeah, it stood out to me as probably my favorite moment of the year. Cool. Yeah. This is such a hard category, but it's also probably my favorite. Um, I could think of so many amazing moments in the year. Uh, but for me, when it comes to a category like this, it's mo- mostly like, what was the one that came, came to me first? Because I can mm-hmm. think of a lot of moments, but like, if it's the one that came to me first, it's obviously a moment that was big enough that it stuck with me the most. Um, I can think of a bunch of really kind of touching ones from Demon Slayer. Uh, I can think of a lot of really good ones from Hitoribochi. I can think of a bunch of good ones from uh, Promise Neverland. But the first one that popped into my head was actually one of the first scenes in Promise Neverland. Um, when you find out when the realization happens, what that world is, it was like, holy crap. Like, there's just a dead kid there. <laughs> and she's gonna be food to creatures <laughs> um spoilers uh i mean it's the first episode so you can't be too bad about me <laughs> bad, bad about that but um yeah for me that was like whoa i'm in for a wild ride and it certainly was so um yeah i mean it's kind of maybe a cop-out but it was the first moment that popped into my head some kind of uh visual moments would have been for me the the moment we see um shinobu's kind of special power in demon slayer that was like such a beautiful moment uh you know visually for me i was just i I couldn't believe how beautiful that particular scene was um with the butterfly and and stuff uh and then uh also probably emotional moments anything related to um bochi uh hitori bochi (laughs) and her her childhood friend um specifically there was a moment um where they see each other at the karaoke place that it's hard to say it's a best moment but it was a memorable moment because it was very emotional (laughs) yes um and uh so it's hard for me to say that's the best moment but for it to for me to get an emotion out of it for me it's it's a powerful moment so maybe the for me the category if it was the most powerful moment maybe that would be that would be that but um yeah, so it's a hard category for me, but I just have to go with Promised uh, Neverland's, you know, holy crap moment mm. in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, there are like a million things from Hitori Bochi that I could pick, uh, but, but I think the most memorable uh, 
you know, moment or I guess sequence in this case is when Aru uh, somehow manages to wear her elementary school outfit to school. (laughs) So good. good. Not once, but two days in a row. (laughs) And it's just the funniest thing that I watched all year and maybe ever. Um, It really strikes a chord with me. And it's just, it's so good. So that would be my (laughs) best sequence that was the funniest moment from that show for me it, that that whole thing that was just so good it was so good yeah <laughs> yeah her pretending to be uh was miru her uh, fictional younger sister to try to get out of the situation yeah no it's just fantastic oh god such a good show <laughs> um okay best boy best boy um yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, people I could probably have gone with for this one, but I think my favorite of the year was uh, Chikakuro uh, from Kono Ota Oto Tomare. Uh, I didn't, I honestly, if you told me when I first started watching the show that you know he'd be my best boy of 2019, I probably would have been like, no, there's no way this guy's an <laughs> asshole. But as you go go through the show and you learn more about his backstory and and what he's had to go through in his life, um, and how you know going into the um the koto club and you know learning how to play and all that kind of stuff changes him uh it's it's pretty refreshing i i think i honestly really really enjoyed that character so yeah uh, chico kuro um best boy for me for 2019 nice um okay so for me this was very tough Picking a best boy is always pretty tough, but um, this is 10 billion percent going to be Senku from Dr. Stone. <laughs> and that's a reference to Dr. Stone. Uh-huh. He says 10 billion percent or whatever all the time. Um, I don't know. I, that's I, a lot of I thought he was, What is it? That's a lot of percentage. Yeah, it's always a lot of percentage. I think it's 10 billion. Now I'm questioning myself, but it's some <laughs> stupid number that he puts. Um and uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. Senku, he, he's over the top. He's kind of ridiculous. He knows way too much. Uh, he's your typical kind of overpowered, mentally overpowered uh, shonen kind of protagonist. But I liked him. I thought he was cool. Um, and if I had to pick a best, he was probably my favorite. So Nothing wrong with that. Um, my pick for best boy is not a main character or anything like that. I'm going to go with Obi. From Fire Force, the leader of uh, Division 8. I think he's just super awesome. Uh, You know, the one in the group with no power whatsoever, but also the most badass in that group. Um, I I really appreciated his perspective on things and his passion for his job. Um, and so, yeah, he won me over as best boy of 2019. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah, there was a lot of good. There's a lot of good best boys in Fire Force. I don't know why I didn't think of any of those, actually. I yeah. might want to change Benny my Benny Morrow is another really good one. Benny Morrow might actually be my best boy. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I had, yeah, you know what? I don't know. Whatever. I already gave it to you, Senku. I'm sure. not going to take the trophy out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, with that, best girl, which... Uh, the most important category. It's also usually the hardest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You um, know, it's funny. We used to do like seasonal best girls. It just unfortunately, time is not allowed for us to continue that trend. But um, 
Remember when we used to do that on article oh, yeah. every season for the best girls? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is like an anime arcade staple for us. Um, but going off of, like, I, I, I really was thinking about, like, who was my, my favorite. But, like, she's in Best Couple, and she's in my favorite moment. So Rika Sonazaki has got to be my best girl of the year from Omega <laughs> Savage season. She, she really does go through one hell of an arc from being, you know, the... Uh, glasses wearing nerdy president of the literature, uh, literature club uh, uh, to you know you know and being kind of like that um, stereotype of a nerd uh, mm. you know the one that like looks down on the you know the quote-unquote normies with their relationships and whatnot and uh, and then like it it's not entirely of her doing but with other people not just uh, uh, not just Shun and you know her relationship but you know the girls in the literature club and the uh, I, she has these fanta- this fantastic like friendship with this uh, this uh, Gyaru character, um, who like they go into a little bit later. I think her name is um, Sonoe. Um, look that up. Yeah, uh, and and like their interactions, like she grows so much through character interaction that I I, I don't think I could give it to anyone else. <laughs> She's <laughs> such a fantastic character, uh, and it's like. I think she carried the show for not that the show was bad. I think the show was fantastic. Uh, but uh, she carried some of the slower arcs, you know, with other characters. Cause like whenever she was on screen, I was like, Oh good. I, you know, I can't wait to find out what she's doing now. So yeah. Nice. <sighs> so I, I felt, I felt like for a while that my kind of, my interest in anime had been kind of waning over the last year. You know, it was like, it was getting harder and harder for me to watch shows. And it's occurred to me when I started looking into this category that I think what I'm lacking is I'm not watching shows that have like good best girl characters. Cause I really didn't watch a lot of shows this season that had good best girl characters. It's been a really long time since I've had that, like, Oh my God, I need to protect her kind of feeling from a show. (laughs) That's not like love live. Um, and so it's like, huh, is it just that I'm being exposed more to, to so many now where it's like, they just don't stand up to the best ones that I've had in the past. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, for me, like I thought I had a best girl in Tamaki and then she turned out to be very disappointing, uh, as fire force (laughs) continued. Um, I, honestly some of like the show the go-to's like demon slayer i I wasn't huge on nezuko like i know she was super super popular but um nezuko just i didn't really connect with her but a lot of the shows that i watch and maybe it's that i'm picking darker shows a lot of the time too i'm not going for like your your typical kind of anime kind of that have like those those like tug at your heartstrings type best girls but um (laughs) For me, I had to go all the way back to the first season of the year and pick uh, Chika Fujiwara from Love is War. I think that was the first season of the year. Yeah, I wonder. Um, uh, she was just hilarious. I mean, that, that girl, every every scene she was in, I was just like, oh my God, I love you. She was just <laughs> so much fun. Um, so for me, f- probably what would have been best comedy of the year uh, for me, almost certainly one of the best comedies I've seen in a while, um, would have to be the funniest character in the best comedy show <laughs> chica fujiwara best girl for uh 2019 love is war i need more best girls in my life though yeah yeah we'll see what we can do in 2020 for you please i've already got a couple actually yeah there's some really good ones this season um 
my pick for 2019 is Aru from Hidori Bochi. She's just a goofball. I love everything about her. Um, she's super kind and caring. Um, always looking out for Bochi. Uh, I, I think the relationship that she has with... Um, oh, I just forgot her name. Uh, Bond? The blonde girl. Um, God damn it. Nako? Nako, thank you. Eric's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think their relationship was a lot of fun. <laughs> All the headbutting and everything. Um, yeah, just a character that I fell in love with. Uh, she's super unfortunate, but I love that about her. Uh, and she was the first one that I thought of. And uh yeah. He Troy yeah. Bochi, like they were all great, honestly. <laughs> Every girl in that show. I, I think like I they were all so great, it was hard for me to pick a best girl in that show. Sure. You know? It's like sure. they were all so wonderful. I, I think I had that, you know, I, I speak when for me when it comes to best girls, there's I, I can't even explain it most of the time. It's just there's that kind of there's that draw for me and I'm just like, she's mm-hmm. the best girl. You know, that's how I usually pick my best love live girls. And then I usually change my mind later at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um I remember Kurai being like having that draw for me. Oh, but then she yeah, didn't yeah. get like a lot of um she didn't get a lot of time in the show. Nah, so I never she came really... in late, so yeah. Season two when? Yeah, right. Give it to me. Um I also want to shout out Gray from Lord Elmoy. Um I really, really liked her as a character as well. But when is uh, when is Nijigasaki gonna get an anime so we can pick them as best this girls? This year, summer this year. Yeah, I think so. I think it might be this year. Spoilers: yeah. Kasukasu, best girl, twenty twenty. No, no, strong no. disagree. Let's strong disagree. <laughs> yeah, there's a pun yeah. like Yadu in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, you know, quick aside. Uh, I read through most of chapter two in the game yesterday, and that bit. Killed me. Oh, she's so destroyed good. me. She's so funny. <laughs> oh God, she's so funny. Uh, all the puns. I was dying. I was dying. Um, but she's Ayumu, got baby, baby style humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. I, it's like uh, you know, I love them. Idols. You, you can't not love idols. Come on, sure. Except for Hanamaru. Huh? I think I think we're gonna have a bloodbath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Hanamaru, not Maru. No, no, you're yeah, you're saying Hanamaru. Hanamaru. I think sorry. you mean Hanayo. Hanayo. Yeah. yeah. So God, okay. Yeah. I, I was okay. like, wait a minute, why is that reaction that way? Yeah, my mis- yeah. misspoke. I mean, I still um, disagree, but to a lesser extent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Hanamaru. It's funny. I think in my mind I connected those two because you had said something to me recently about how. Um, I think you said like females typically like Hanayo and Hanamaru, and um, and I noticed at our the live viewing. Well, not no. What girl. I said was not all of them, but what I said was, um, typically when I see uh a fan like a a fan of Hanayo, it's a female, and typically if they're a fan of Hanayo, they're a fan of Hanamaru. So I think uh, I made the connection okay. in my head because the girls in the audience at the delayed viewing I just went to, they all cheered loud for um, Hanayo and Hanamaru. Yeah, there were two, so there was there just two like, girls with, with Hanayo happy sitting behind me at the delayed viewing. Yeah, so yeah. I, it was it was just a connection I made. Uh, sorry, not Hanamaru. I love you, Hanamaru. <laughs> yeah, Stephen might come through. The, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> through, through his recording. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Yes. To the last category, anime of the year. Ooh. 
Okay. Come on, we had to have a little bit of a delay there before we did the. <laughs> I mean, we had to get Love Live. We also didn't have to mention right? in Love Live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick aside, I actually spent a little bit of time this morning trying to figure out uh, Japanese Morse code because some like I it's Ayamu's birthday today in Japan, and somebody made a GIF of of uh, Ayamu speaking in Morse code, and I had to find out what it said. It was just like Happy Birthday. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I spent I spent a good Effort portion well of my morning like because yeah. Japanese Morse code is very different, and I was like, uh, after I was done, I was like, wow, I just wasted so much time. <laughs> anyway, the thing, yeah, the things we do for love, love. Um, the amount of people that probably did the same thing though, <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, so anime of the year this year. Um, I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise if you've been paying attention. For me, it's Finland Saga. Uh, they did an absolutely outstanding job uh, translating a very complex manga into an anime, uh, making it look uh, fantastic, both uh, artistically and animation-wise. And I think I would say cutting off at a point that if they never come back with another season, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Like, it kind of sucks because it is a bit of a cliffhanger. But I mean, in my opinion, the best antagonist is dead. Uh I mean, you can hang your hat on on how well you did uh, with that one season. But I mean, if they want to come back, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing what they do with it. So, hmm. yeah, Finland Saga is absolutely fantastic. Uh, and if you, you're into historical fiction, give it a shot. Were you guys expecting a surprise? <sighs> We've just spent like an hour talking about all of our favorite categories i mean you guys weren't expecting a surprise as to what the anime of the year was were you <laughs> from any of us um uh for me it's just undeniably demon slayer uh it, it was two core show so we got a lot of it throughout the, the year um and this show never never disappointed it's just a phenomenal show so um 2019 was the year of demon slayer for me <laughs> certainly a good one uh for me I'm sure it comes as no surprise that Hitori Bochi is my anime of the year. Um, I, It's not a show that I would have expected to impact me the way that it did, uh, but I just love everything about it so much. Um, yeah, I, I would say if it wasn't for Demon Slayer, Hitori Bochi, and it's funny because Demon Slayer is, is a show that will continue, whereas Hitori mm -hmm. Bochi, I don't know if it'll continue, but um Hitori Bochi was such a nice surprise for me um as a show I want to say this was the first show that you you kind of gave me yes. to watch or something right this was the like with I our kind so. of donation you know policy or rule or whatever the hell um <laughs> and I was just like man I don't know because it, it reminded me of a lot of shows that I'd watched in the past that were just kind of too slow they were kind of boring they were you know very cutesy but just didn't really catch my attention but Hitori Bochi just man what a, an awesome surprise so I I think it's very deserving of anime of the year um, much to maybe people who haven't watched it you know you know if you haven't watched Hitori Bochi watch it because it's a nice surprise for just a show that you wouldn't really expect to be as good as it is yeah mm -hmm. I don't I think the the thing that that makes it different is uh is that the humor it works really well f not just for a western audience i think it, it's it's pretty universal humor uh and i think they don't their jokes don't overstay their welcome 
Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do have, you know, like the characters have, um, how do you say it? Like, like bits. Like bits. And it, but, yeah. but the bits are refreshed. Refresh each time. Yeah. yeah, they're refreshed enough to where it doesn't feel like they're just running over the same thing over and over again, even though they kind of are. But it's still funny. I don't. I don't. It really is hard to explain. Like, yeah. And I, I, you know, I like comedy, so I was, I was, you know, I was sold pretty much from the start. But, uh, but I mean, I think I don't. I don't know what makes it this way, but I think they did go above and beyond what I was mm-hmm. expecting from that show. I was expecting a like something like things that I like, but you know, I wouldn't say I, I'd call an anime that you're like, um, like a slow start, like a Magic of Stella. Like those are those yeah. are good shows that I enjoy, but. I would never consider them anime of the year in their respective no. years. Um, whereas Hitoru Bochi, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'd say without Vinland Saga, I think it, it's it's hovering around second or third for me for the year. So, hmm. yeah, I think um, it's funny because you know we talk. About, I can think of so many funny moments from Hitoru Bochi, but I don't think of it as a pure comedy. And I know no. I mentioned kind of in the last category that Love Is War was best comedy. But honestly, Hitori Bochi probably made me laugh more than Love is War, um, or at least equally. <laughs> but Hitori uh-huh. Bochi also gave me so much more than just the comedy. Yeah, so many um, touching moments, so many just yeah. heartwarming moments. It, it was the complete package that I didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hitori Bochi was a very, very nice surprise. Cool. And that's it. Guys. Yeah. That's 2019 in a nutshell. Holy crap. We just did a podcast in an hour. <laughs> yeah this is new this is refreshing <laughs> but um if you guys are, are interested in letting us know i mean i think after the anime awards a lot of people posted their own stuff but i mean if you're interested in you know doing it based on on our criteria um i mean feel free to let us know in our podcast discussion and stuff like that uh like what you would put in you know our different categories maybe we can even put up a like a template for you guys to fill out or something. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We could figure something out. Yeah. We could put our, put uh, our, uh, Admiral on that. Akbar? Yeah. Oh, Cuba. Sorry. <laughs> Cuba. Yeah. It's like Admiral. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like if Admiral. you would like to, uh, get into our discord, um, so you can fill out that template that we'll post, uh, you can contact us on our various social medias. We are on Twitter at Anime underscore Arcade. We are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Anime Arcade. We are on Instagram at the underscore Anime underscore Arcade. Our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com. And our website is animearcade.net. Hit us up. We'll get you yeah. an invite. We're going to have to update it, too, because we're doing more on Twitch. We're doing more on YouTube. That's true. Um, so we might have to... We might have to the, start. The problem is, is, is give you more to say at the end. The, the problem <laughs> is, is we don't have custom URLs. Uh, uh, like we don't have a custom URL. Like we can't yet for YouTube until we have a uh, certain amount of subscribers. Yeah. Uh, Twitch, I have no idea. I think we might be at twitch.com slash anime underscore arcade question mark. Let I don't me know. let me look it up real quick. Let yeah. me see. So I mean, yeah. just just search anime arcade, and if you're looking for our YouTube videos, just search anime arcade. Uh, I mean, you're just you're looking for Ichon. As soon as you find yeah, her, twitch.tv slash anime arcade, anime underscore arcade. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, Logan, Logan's been doing a lot of league on there. You guys are. It's been fun to watch you guys get better. Honestly, <laughs> um, 
you guys have really grown by leaps and bounds as a league team. So that's been a lot of fun to kind of watch. And if you guys are interested in league, certainly, or if you're, I'm not like, uh, I don't play league at all, but watching people play league is just fun. Um, So that's been really cool. And I, I get on there from time to time and usually it's Carlos and I, and you know, some other people from the discord jump in and we just kind of hang out while I play final fantasy and do stupid stuff in that game. So (laughs) I've been, I've been tempted to, uh, try out final fantasy i don't know if Ooh. that's a hole i want to go down <laughs> give it a shot yeah <laughs> i'd love it, to you, have you man there there is a, a free trial and any of you out there who listening who are final fantasy players uh, we definitely would love to have you we don't have a we don't have a free company i'd love to start our own free company not that i dislike the free company mm-hmm. that i'm in the people that I, I play with right now they're pretty good people but i would love to have an anime arcade uh, free company but yeah me too but I mean, you know, that's that's something for another day. So, yeah, hit us up on any of the you know social media, email, whatever that uh, that Logan said, and uh, let us know what your favorite anime of the year were, or if you want to play uh, League of Legends, Final Fantasy, whatever. Uh, give us a yeah. call. But I think that'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good year. Uh, I but I think this year's going to be even better. Yeah. Like guys, I mean, I'm excited. I, I feel like, you know, we're we're what four years old now. Yeah, so, uh, something like that. Yeah, yep. we're getting yeah. so old. <laughs> we we have, I think, a lot of exciting things in the works right now. Um, some of them just kind of fun. Other things maybe kind of big. So, uh, you know, for you guys who have been listening and been part of the community and supporting us, uh, yeah, uh, look forward to 2020 and, and some of the fun things that we come out and and come out with. And at this point. Um, the other thing I can say, you know, we're at this, by the time this episode releases, it'll be well past the time that the, um, our first kind of merch was released and, and the shops closed at this point. But for all of you guys who, who bought anything from that store and got some of our anime arcade 2020 Japan trip merch, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. So cool. Um, to, to have your support and hopefully you enjoyed the stuff that you got. <laughs> okay. Without further ado, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time. See you in the next one. Later. Later.